0: Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year.
1: Hammers were falling once again.
0: Buyer numbers per option are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold
2: again at 0.25%.
0: National house prices were still rising.
2: A man's home is his castle. And today it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for
0: Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.
1: And it is welcome to Under the Hammer. I am Jane Neild and I am joined by Stavros from O'Brien Real Estate every week to talk real estate in a very, very unusual time To be in the industry, Stav. Of course, we are doing it for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And if you're an agent interested in using Direct Connect, you better give them a call, 1300 664 715, to see how they can benefit you and your team. Because, Stav, I would say, as we say hello and apologize to our listeners for uh, missing a week due to being in COVID isolation after testing, there has never been a more stressful time to be a real estate agent or involved in the industry
0: industry yes or no <laughs> uh it's a yes you know i've been doing this since 1991 and it's a definite yes a one one word answer and and what felt weird the most uh was monday last uh, that's just gone by that was the day we were supposed to be back at work on the 14th of September. And it was a real eerie sort of day just sitting there. We all checked in. I checked in with my business partners, Dean and Darren, and and we all sort of just had a really lulled day that day. It was just felt really weird. So we, we're really looking forward to getting back at work. Uh, I think we've done our time and we're just – We just want to get back into it.
1: Now, let's just go into a couple of the details because a lot of Victorians are going through testing at the moment. Of course, we're seeing the Mm. regions open up. But let's just quickly touch on it as a historical marker. It is horrible when you find out, look, you've potentially been in an area where someone who's tested positive to COVID is. Mm. And then you go to your little drive through COVID testing place and you get the test Out of 10, how uncomfortable
0: was it for you? Uh, Well, you and I both, uh, and what you're talking about is that Croc Media did get shut down because we had a case here. Everyone would have seen it on the news. It was horrible. Um, And the way it occurs, uh, you know, you drive in, um, in your car through the first tent, because I did the drive-through, your details get taken, and then they pass you on to a second tent, uh, and it was horrible. Like, I I nearly gagged. I'm not going to lie. And the thing going up your nose, it really hurt.
1: It really it hurts.
0: Really hurt. Eye-wateringly hurts. So I
1: think we just sort of mentioned yeah. that because, number one, we were incredibly lucky and it's a it's a tribute to everyone at Croc Media, yeah. the fact that, you know, the, the masks work, the hand sanitising mm. works when you know that you've had uh, potential exposure and yeah. it hasn't spread. But also that this pain we are all going through is for a reason because mm. no one wants to be doing this whole COVID thing no. for another six months or a year. Or, it, it's horrible. So no. incredible efforts, though, on behalf of all our frontline workers. I had a huge admiration for for them for going through all of that and look today Stav we are going to talk look hope we were hoping we would be talking about wow we can do this now we Mm. can do that but but I noticed in your email that comes out each week that you are focusing on what we can do as opposed to what we can't because if you focus on what you can't do as an agent at the moment
0: it's a bleak story isn't it? Yeah sure so what what happened was uh On the weekend before, we actually sat down as a group, as a business at O'Brien Real Estate, and everyone was complaining about the new announcements and and everyone was horrified. And there was all these lobby groups getting together. And there are things you can control and things you can't control. So for us at O'Brien Real Estate, we're really focusing what you can do and what you can't do. So there's a huge campaign at the moment called The Can Do. Mm. And we're advertising that, promoting it, all the things as consumers – what consumers can do, what vendors can do, potential vendors can do, uh, and that's all we're focusing on.
1: Yeah, I think that's really positive to think about. Yes, you can do things still, mm. but, you know, it's not going to be long. Like you've no. said about this pent-up desire to purchase. I just feel like the, the lockdown extension, is it's just going to explode.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think there's going to be a Christmas or a new year for real estate agents. <laughs> um, I think we're all taking our break right now because once we're on, we're going to be on, uh, and we're looking at doing auctions right through the Christmas period and New Year period, we're not going to take a break, and that, that's our that's our take on it.
1: Well, I guess that's good that you've all seen your families and your housemates and everyone who lives closely way too much so that if it does get as busy as you're predicting, they might not miss you that much. Mm, yeah, true. <laughs> Coming up on the show today, we're going to look at what has been happening, even despite this extension of lockdown. Uh, we'll look at clearance rates and, and what the auction look like over the weekend for O'Brien. But we would like to introduce one of the Direct Connect team to our listeners today, Chloe McAllister from Direct Connect joins us now all the way from lockdown in Melbourne. Chloe, how are you?
2: hi guys uh thanks for having me um yeah i'm i'm going well i mean you've just gotta just gotta see the positivity and you know just take each day as it comes but you know the sun's shining and you know it's it's a good day today
1: now you're an account manager with direct connect i i won't lie and say that i was introduced to you to you chloe as as one of the shining new stars on the direct connect team how long have you actually been with the business
2: uh so i'm just shy of 12 months with direct connect um Um, yeah, so coming up to my 12 months with them and really enjoying the role and the business as a whole, uh, so far, um, obviously in challenging times, you know, you you can only do what you can do from a telephone or, you know, via these interactive, um, meetings, but you know, you, you, you do what you have to do to continue, uh, to develop those relationships that need to, to keep going.
0: I'm a huge fan of Direct Connect, uh, Chloe, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we had uh, had Helen on. And, you know, I've been a consumer, I've been a user of Direct Connect as as a customer buying a house. I've also, as an estate agent, we refer a lot of business to Direct Connect because it's, it's a service line. Uh, it's an added service that our customers love. You know, it takes it away from their hands uh, and it makes things... Um, yeah, you know, just transferable and easy. But um I've seen your your background, your banking background. is there any transferable skills that you brought from banking into uh, into Direct connect, and is there any surprises?
2: Um, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I had um, a, a few, a number of years experience working for a big four in business banking. Um, we had a lot of real estate agent uh, clients and it gave me an opportunity to not only understand like the commercial lending process, but then also understand the day-to-day banking requirements. So we would actually help our real estate agent partners with all of that. It was a whole suite, whether it was transactional, um, business and all that type of stuff. So I did really get an insight into how the businesses operate, which then obviously gave me, you know, some level of understanding when I took on my my role with Direct Connect. I guess for me, Uh, the every job that you start every new role you know you're always going to face some level of challenge whether that's learning a new technology system or you know just even embedding yourself into the new company uh for me working across different states with direct connect you know the real estate agents they operate differently within each state uh and then also the energy industry is different in every state too so Really learning those um, was probably one of the biggest challenges for me.
0: Can I ask you one thing? What do we like to work with as real estate agents?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. I mean, for me, it's about the customer interaction. And I've not had anyone not be welcoming and, you know, embrace, you know, a new face into their business and and get to know each other on a level that really helps you to build that relationship that's going to maximise the potential for both parties.
0: With uh, the, the, the disruption of uh, COVID, how, how are you guys operating at the moment? What what are your, uh, I suppose, orders like? Uh, has there been a better time to, to have Direct Connect on board? You know, you know, what's it like at the moment? Can you describe what your role is?
2: Uh, yeah, so it, it really varies from state to state, Staff, Like, I, I mean, I've got some accounts in the ACT and in New South Wales and in South Australia and also in Victoria. Um, I think with Victoria at the moment, it's just being there to just provide support, whether it's just a chat or, you know, anything that they really need um it's kind of like an open door and you just you just do whatever you possibly can like i had a i was talking to um a a client of mine in victoria the other day and you know she was talking about i guess the 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 complications and not just um you know from business perspective but also as well like the mental health aspect that this is having on people and you know i like to just do like little things just to bring a smile to someone's face and i don't i just started hello fresh actually (laughs) and i had some free boxes and i said to her i go oh how about I give you a free box of HelloFresh? Like, it might not mean a lot to you, but, hey, it's like it's a free week of food you don't have to pay for. It. Just make sure you cancel your subscription afterwards. And, <laughs> you know, that something small like that really brought, you know, a smile to her face, and she was very grateful. Um, you know, the, the other markets, South Australia, you know, they're quite different from us. You know, they're operating you know, they're COVID normal. Um and, you know, for them it's the whole transactional thing, like inquiries and, you know, we do gas meter installs over there. So, you know, from that perspective, it's different. Um and the same in the ACT and New South Wales. Like that it, it just operates completely differently.
1: And Chloe, you were uh, born and bred in Daniloquin. I'm really interested to hear about your connection with people in the country. Obviously, you're not able to do the normal amount of travel that you would normally be doing. But what are you hearing from friends and family back in country Victoria and country regions? Is there this kind of mass excitement about getting out of big cities like Melbourne and maybe doing a tree change, a sea change or a, a country lifestyle change?
2: Yeah, yeah, there has there has been a lot of conversation when I do talk to real estate um, agents, whether it's in the Riverina, the Hume, um, you know, Shepherdin area. Uh, they are getting a lot of um, inquiries into people from metropolitan areas, whether that be Sydney um, or Melbourne, predominantly of people that are interested in rentals and even purchasing. Um, So there is definitely that level of excitement for those areas in particular. Um, And, you know, sometimes, you know, I was talking to a real estate agent in Wagga and he actually said the demand for sales, like he can't keep up with it, you know, and whilst that's really good for them, um, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, it just says a lot about, you know, the, the, how businesses are changing and evolving um, their mindset of around what, uh, you know, the historical and normal workplace should look like. And, I mean, if if there is an opportunity for, for people who may have thought that they wanted to do something like that but never thought that they could, now if their business is willing to, you know, encourage that, then I don't see why, you know, people shouldn't be taking the opportunity to do something that they might never have thought that they could do.
0: Chloe... You talked about evolving. What does it look like getting on the road at the moment, you know, seeing your customers? Because I know what it's like with Direct Connect account managers. You come and see us at least once a month. We're on the phone constantly. But what does it actually look like when you're talking about evolving? What does it look like at the moment?
2: Yeah, so at the moment, like, it's very phone-based, uh, phone, phone staff. Um, but then obviously we have um, for our agents who, you know, do do like that face to face connection. We do, um, do meetings, you know, by, uh, Google Hangouts and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it, it's not as personal as being face to face and, and being able to show, you know, body language and all that type of stuff. Um, but I think we're all doing the best that we can in this, in this situation. And, you know, whilst it's not ideal, um, we are making the most of it and people are open, you know, to these virtual interactions, which is really, really good.
0: Yeah, it's put a new spin to getting out on the road, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I can't wait to get back out on the road, Stav. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very much a person who loves face-to-face contact and, and I think being face-to-face with someone is how you really – can build a connection and a relationship with them. Um, so, you know, come the time when I can get back out on the road, I tell you what, like, I'm really looking forward to it.
1: And it's a great time as well for agents to sign on to Direct Connect. And, of course, you can do that on 1300 664 715. Because, as you say, Chloe, there could be, and staff's predicting it here in Melbourne too, this overwhelming rush of interest and, and people just so keen to buy or sell. It sort of makes sense that if there are parts of your load as an agent that you can then pass through to the team at Direct Connect to save you the stress, it's a good time to do it really.
2: No one wants to sit on a phone to however many different um companies to connect their gas their electricity their broadband you know all those types of things and especially during a time like covid where your wait times are a lot longer than you know what they may have been previously i mean dc can do it all for you in in one phone call so you know it just takes out the stress of everything knowing that you know you can do it in one phone call and you move in whether you're a buyer or whether you're a renter and you know the power's on and you don't have to worry about it like Moving stressful enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you talked about you, you're loving uh, getting back on the road when we're out of lockdown. But what are you looking forward to the most once uh, Melbourne's out of lockdown? What are you going to do?
2: Oh, stab. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go back and see my family in Deniliquin. That's probably, you know, my number one thing that I look forward to is, um, you know, I've got an older sister and her her boys and my mom and my dad back there and and that's that's really like i'm very family family orientated so i definitely can't wait to get back to them um and just honestly like getting in touch with people that you know you may feel like you have like a bit of disconnect um being phone based and and those types of things like actually being able to physically go out and see them um is really like something that i'm looking forward to i, I don't have an issue with driving you know country driving a uh, can get in the the car and drive six hours and it's no big deal to me. So point me in the right direction and I'll go there.
1: (laughs) And I think you're going to have a lot of clients across the states that you service, Chloe, who are going to want to catch up with you and also probably support you and say, we're so glad you're back and we're so glad you survived this whole crazy thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, You know, you talk to them on the phone and they're just like, oh, when can, when, when are you coming back out and when can we see, you know, each other? But I think everyone's still, you know, proceeding with that level of caution when it comes to to COVID-19 and, you know, how they interact with people. Um, And I think, you know, catching up with someone, you know, you may have gone into the office previously, but however, now you might go and grab a coffee so you know you're outside and you're you know staying that distance apart but you know everyone's just as excited to see us as we are to see them so that's that's really really encouraging
0: you're a country girl and it's interesting at the moment i've actually been doing the figures because i've just come from the greek radio show it's amazing how regional victoria has really had a huge spike i mean out of the 763 sales we've had this week in victoria 90 percent of those were actually in regional victoria so we've just opened an office in Druin. Uh, And in Warragul, so Peter Clark from Next Real Estate has come on board to O'Brien Clark. So it's going to be a really, really good partnership down there. But we're seeing a huge buzz in the uh, in the regional Victoria market. And are you going to? Do you believe once this is all over, are people going to continue to? you know, work from home? Is there going to be that appetite to work from home? What's it going to look like? Are we going to go back into the offices in the retail space? What are your thoughts on that?
2: That's a really good question. And I, you know, I know that DC, when, you know, we've all been working from home and there was that possibility that we could all go back into the office, they, there has been like a large number of surveys, whether it's internal or external, that, you know, ask people like, what are their preferences? Would you prefer to have some time in the office or, and some time at home? Or would you prefer to work a hundred percent at home or 100% in the offices. And I think that that's really great for a business to, to understand what their people want, um, because I think you're going to have a mixed bag of goods with that type of stuff. You know, you will have some people who would prefer an office, whether it's because they feel more productive within an office and other people who feel more productive at home. Um, I don't think it's going to take away from the demand of the regional areas, me personally, because I think that most companies are thinking a bit differently in what they offer are uh, their people. And I think during COVID, we, we've all proven that we can be productive and we can still meet our business requirements from that work from home capacity. Uh, and I think that that's really important.
0: Well, almost all work. I haircuts. No, <laughs> lucky this is a podcast and not there's no video because uh, yeah, I've I actually yeah shaved my head on Friday and then Saturday I heard that groomers are back and I actually thought it was for humans and I went you're <laughs> kidding I could have got my haircut but no I'm all good it's only for dogs. So Would you,
2: you you know who knows Stabby, you might you might see people rocking up to a you know a pet grooming going can you just cut my hair too?
1: <laughs> he looks fine by the way, Chloe. Absolutely fine. And you saved yeah, yourself what too. twenty bucks.
0: <laughs> Twenty-seven bucks. There you go. Well, you're a country girl. You guys shear a lot of sheep up there, so we could be going to some shearers. So,
2: yeah, my my family aren't uh, aren't stock farmers, stab, But yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of stations out there that I'm sure would be happy to put the clippers over your head.
1: <laughs> well, Chloe, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Uh, just before we let you go, is there anything you miss about working in the banking sector now that you're with Direct Connect?
2: Look, I I had a lot of amazing work colleagues in the business banking sector. Um, I I think the exposure to different types of industries uh, was was really good and – for me, I, I really loved the curious nature of getting to know different businesses and how they operate. And, you know, some of them might have been around for years and, you know, have had people who opened them, you know, 50 years ago, still operating them. And just to see that passion and drive, you know, still there with those industries. Um, but I think it's the exact same in real estate and where we are at the moment. You know, everyone's so passionate about what they do and, you you, you can still bring that curiosity to get to know a business in that deeper level um, in, any, in any way, shape or form, especially when you're doing a job that's, that's very relationship orientated. Just, just being curious is, just, is, is the best thing to build trust in a relationship as well
1: well thank you so much for your time on under the hammer today and we can't wait for lockdown to uh of course ease and for you to be able to hit the road home to Denny
2: yeah thank you guys it's been awesome thank you so much for having me
1: and that is Chloe McAllister from direct connect one of the account managers and you are listening to under the hammer of course thanks to direct connect it's been fantastic to get to know some of their team uh, throughout the last few episodes you can call direct connect on 1300. Double six four seven one five to see how they can benefit you and your team. Now, staff, we need to get to some of those all-important stats. You've hinted at some of those regional statistics, but give us a bit of a wrap on the action over the last week or so.
0: Well, the real estate markets across the country have continued to perform really strongly, Jane, um, despite the Victorian numbers. Now, Victoria itself had 763 sales, as we mentioned earlier, majority of those, 90% of those were regional. But nationally, we had 5,171 transactions. That's 10 out of the past 11 weeks of sales above 5,000 transactions nationally. Mm -hmm. So these figures are still fascinating for me because considering Victoria's low input. Now, Victoria, we estimated prior to COVID, we estimated this weekend that's just gone by, we should have had about 1,600 sales. To see that we had 763, that's 900 less. So they're fascinating those figures of 5,000 and above. Now, in comparison to this time last year, we're actually up. We're 868 sales transaction up nationally. So the national trend line continues to go up despite uh, the drop in sales in Victoria. But Victoria at the moment, it's for the first time this year we've equalised. So if things continue going the way they're going, next week we'll actually see a decline in the trend line for Victoria. That's what's happening at the moment.
1: Now, what was the general sort of reaction to the extension of lockdown? I mean, agents were hoping to be able to get back into homes and potentially, even if it was just one-on-one inspections,
0: Mm. I'm assuming it was fairly gloomy. It was. And... To be blunt, it was a crippling announcement for the industry, especially it's not like I've had a lot of people say, and people in government say, look, the industry is still going because you can still transact. There are a lot of things you can still do, which we talked about our campaign, but no one's going to buy a house without viewing it. It's not like shoes. Who would have thought years ago we'd be buying shoes online? All you'd have to do is put in your, your size. It'll, it would arrive, and that's happening. But you know what? The difference is you can send the shoes back if they don't fit, or if they're not what you thought they they were, but you can't send a house back. and that's, that's the difficulty at the moment.
1: Do you think anyone has even thought about the fact that you could sell sight unseen and then give a, if you don't like it when you walk in the door, money back
0: guarantee? <laughs> it wouldn't work in real estate, would it? It wouldn't would work it? in real estate. <laughs> There's just too many moving parts. And, and the other thing too is we talk about people won't buy a house unless they view it. But I'll tell you another thing. People in their 20s to 30, especially if they're from ethnic background, they don't need to just view it. They actually have their mum and dad viewing it too. I mean, you would have had your mum and dad view your yeah. home. Um, You do need that reassurance um, buyer uh, or that reassurance conversation. Yes, you should do it because of this, the experience, the third party, you know, person that give you advice. And you can't do any of that.
1: And especially we talked a couple of, um, you know, episodes ago about the the bank of mum and dad. Mm. It is really important, isn't it, that you can share that viewing experience potentially with people who might be willing to put an investment, you know, part of their, mm. even if it's just, you know, re-lending on their property. But it's really important that everyone with a stake in the game mm. gets to view. So, yeah, 100%. Mm.
0: And, and parents do have this thing where they like to protect their children because they've, they know what the real world's about. So they want to be there just in case that agent with the commission breath is there, you know, <laughs> you know with uh, yeah, trying to con them into buying a house. Um, but that, that's what's happening at the moment. We, you can't sell a property without inspecting it. We're we're lobbying hard at the moment with the REIV, uh realestate.com, Domain dot com, it's beautiful to see everyone getting together for the same cause, in the same room, lobbying together to try and open up the industry. It's really been great.
1: And am I right in saying that there are no on record cases of COVID being, you know, transmitted via yeah. real estate transactions.
0: No, through our practices, not one transmission that I'm aware of. um, And I'll put that disclaimer in that I'm aware of because we haven't heard of one and you would have heard about it if there was one. And that's for Victoria, not one. We have great practices in place. Our COVID plan is superb. Our one-on-one inspection uh, plan is superb. What we do is well above and beyond best on ground in Australia, but yet we're shut because of uh, the transmissions that we've got.
1: Are you advising people to write to their local member and uh, make a bit of noise about this, or is it sort of going to be hopefully resolved quicker than maybe look, that action would, you know. Look, warrant. hopefully it
0: will be resolved, but I spoke to my local member of one of my offices in Kingston, and uh, Tim Richardson said, look, we will listen. We will, you know, write a letter in. We will actually put it forward. So every single letter will count. Now, I have access, if anyone wants, uh, they can get in touch with you or with me, and I can get you in touch with any of your members, whether it's your work address, your home address. We've got letters that you can write to them. If you if you can't write your own letter, I, I can actually help you with that. But I think we've got to be, you know, really good with exposing and I suppose not just exposing but expressing what we're going through. There are people that need to sell. They have to sell and they can't do that at the moment.
1: And you can find uh, links to contact, Stav, in the show notes to this episode if you would like to get some of those pro forma and some of the details about how you can maybe lobby about this issue as well. Are you finding, Stav, that there's a little bit of apprehension about things opening up in terms of, oh, cracky, I'm going to have to deal with people one-on-one? But for me, I'm seeing that, yes, if you do the basic you know things that we've been told to do, wash your hands. Social distancing, the mask, sanitising, as you've proven, you know, not having any known examples of COVID transmission in the industry. Do you think there's any agents sort of going, oh, I've got to get my head around face to face again?
0: No, I don't think there is. And proof in the pudding is opening up the uh, the playgrounds for the kids, Yeah, you know, and looking at the beaches now. People are walking. People are just being a lot more conscious. They've been a lot more careful. Uh, they've got their own COVID plan. I don't think, I mean, look, we're in the supermarkets together. Um I think we're we're looking forward to it. I think being on a Zoom is so different. You know, you wanna see the whites of their eyes, you wanna interact with people. Um and I, I don't think there'll be any apprehension at all.
1: Oh, we still may not see handshakes back. The no. mark of a man is a handshake to me. So, yeah, that but might there's take other ways. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you can bow, you can tip of the hat, you can say namaste. There's other ways you can, there'll be other ways.
1: Now, Stab, before we go, I uh, noticed a little, well, actually quite a large, glossy insert in the Herald Sun over the weekend. Also, would have been in the Weekend Australian, uh, realestate.com.au, Mansion Australia, with an eight page extra for Victorian readers. You hadn't seen this prior to me dropping this very glossy Mm. high-end publication on your desk. Do you think the fact that uh, we've suddenly got advertisements for mansions and luxury properties in New South Wales, Queensland, other states hitting our newspapers in Victoria means that people are a little obsessed with dream properties, but also potentially of getting out of Victoria?
0: Uh, there is a bit of uh, there's a bit of national migration at the moment where people are moving to other states of, of Australia. And I'll tell you what, that's a very smart move, whoever thought of that, because what's the purpose of doing a marketing promotion is to plant a seed. And what they've done is they planted a seed for me there. I'd love to be in Byron Bay or in Sydney or in Brisbane or Don't Gold let Coast. Don't your wife see this. No, no. <laughs> She'd be up there in a flash.
1: So do you really think – I mean, this is more of a lifestyle question, but I find it – baffling to think that people could just go over this, I'm moving. But is there a certain amount of flexibility with people, and especially like we just spoke with Chloe, you know, being able to be more remote in your working habits. Mm. You don't need to be in the office in Melbourne, so we will go where it's warmer and sunnier.
0: Yeah, look, I've seen a trend this week. There's a couple of clients that I'm dealing with right now. One of them is actually an empty nester, so he doesn't have to consider the kids. Him and his wife are moving to the Gold Coast, and he's going to run his work from there. Uh, His wife's going to stay back for a little bit, and she's going to Join him in the new year. There's other ones that have actually got young kids. They can actually move the kids right now. It's the ones that are in between that are difficult.
1: Yeah. So- Yeah, when you've got your kids with all their friendship circles Mm. and they're like, you're moving us to where? Yeah, not a chance. (laughs) Although I reckon after like six months of lockdown, most Victorian children would be like, yeah, whatever, just get us out of here, Mum and Dad.
0: (laughs) They're sick of their teachers, aren't they?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And does it hold? I've seen a lot of media about the fact that the luxury end of the market seems to be holding firm even in
0: Melbourne despite Mm. all of the challenges. Uh, Is that what you're sort of hearing as well? Yeah, we are. We're seeing that because it's literally the law of supply and demand and at the moment there are buyers that want to buy but there's not a lot of stock on the market so what happens is they hold their prices so mm-hmm. that's what's happening but just hold on there will be that appetite that slingshot effect i'm 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 actually seeing it there are people that want to transact they just can't so once we're released and we can actually work just hold on.
1: And tips for someone about to sell, because once those cameras are allowed back into your mm. property, would you be suggesting for the next two weeks, you can't hire a gardener, you can't get the landscaping done necessarily. Would it be to just put every effort into making your property just look that little bit more presentable?
0: Yeah. De- yes. Declutter. Do the jobs that you're allowed to do. Don't do anything electrical or no. plumbing because it's illegal. Uh, and don't do anything that requires a permit because there are. we've had cases where people have sold their property, There wasn't a permit and they had to remove that pergola or that decking. (gasps) So don't do anything that's illegal or needs a permit, but you can do gardening. Gardening can make a place look amazing, declutter. You can paint. You're allowed to paint. So do things that actually improve the value of your home without actually getting into a trade. You don't have qualifications for that.
1: And I'm also lucky enough to um, help out on a podcast with Shana Blaze, of Mm -hmm. course, from The Block and Selling Houses Australia. She would also recommend like when it comes to styling and making your home Mm. presentable, there's no reason you can't be consulting with a stylist and a team and have them ready to come in the moment that you get Mm. the go ahead, I guess.
0: Yeah, great idea. I reckon that's a tremendous idea because what actually changes, you know, what sells the sizzle? and not the stake, is all these emotional triggers so you've got to work on the emotional triggers not what actually costs a lot of money to do you know we've got a lot of Greek families that say but I've got 77,000 bricks in my home <laughs> means why did the weatherboard house sell for more because it actually looks nice. Yes, yeah, so. yeah.
1: and look if you want some of those tips from uh, Shana Blaze one of the best in the business mm. subscribe to the Home Style podcast it's one of the Red Energy Home podcast series. Now staff, just before we go you also have another real estate Zoom happening tonight if you're listening to us on Wednesday this. 16th of September?
0: Yes, we do. So we do this every single week where we have the uh, Real Estate Zoom. We're bringing real estate agents and people in the industry together. So tonight we've actually got a real good treat. We've got Fiona Blamey, who's the CEO and founder of Real Plus. So Fiona needs no introduction, especially in the uh, property management field. But we also have, talking about adversity, we've got Nick Dimos. Now Nick Dimos has worked high up in the corporate world of GE Finance, Telstra, and Foxtel. He's either met Winnie Mandela over in when he was working at South in South Africa. So he's got a great story. He was hit with a disease called MS. He was two days from leaving for Russia to get his treatment done. And you know what? He didn't get over there because of COVID. And it's the outlook of life. You know, we think we've got things hard. But we're going to hear a great story from Nick Dimos tonight of you know what he's been through, his adversities, and how his outlook on life. So it should be good. Well,
1: if you'd like to join in on that, you can find the links in the show notes to this episode. That's the uh, Real Estate Zoom. And like Chloe said when we spoke to her earlier, it is fascinating getting to know, you know people's businesses and stories. And, and I think the fact that you're doing this sort of storytelling mm. and inspiration for people is wonderful at this time, even though you might be sick of looking at each other on Zoom. <laughs> well, if you would like to get in touch with Stab from O'Brien, make sure you uh, find his details in the show notes and we have been doing it all thanks to Direct Connect and we must thank Chloe McAllister as well, our guest today from Direct Connect. If you need a little bit of assistance, uh, perhaps if you're an agent yourself and you haven't been in touch with the Direct Connect team, give them a call or if indeed you are just moving house yourself and you really can't be bothered, like Chloe said, sitting on the phone on hold to all of those service companies for so long call direct connect on 1-300-664-715 to see how they can benefit you and your team and make your move easier well stav who knows where we'll be at this time next week i'm actually on holidays for a couple of weeks but you will be back and we'll see you then
0: thank you thank you jane Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Direct Connect. Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. an insightful podcast, Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series is for you. For home design and decoration, don't miss Home Style with Shana Blaze. Getting the balance
1: of large open spaces is about creating zones within one space. And
0: if you're busy in the garden, catch the sport of gardening with Dale Vine. Compost is on trend at the moment. Powered by Snowy Hydro and leader in renewable energy, switch to Aussie-owned Red Energy today. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle available from your podcast provider and on the SEN app.